Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. It is Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, I know what day of the week is. Because it's the day that followed Monday. And yesterday was a wonderful, glorious MLK Day. And those who battled the the, the weather to go down to the grindhouse and boo Draymond Green and his, his return after his 16 games absent for a little rehabilitation of the brain. Well, uh, I, I didn't, I did, I couldn't have dreamed that the Grizzlies were actually going to beat the Warriors as shorthanded as they were. But man, they took care of business last night. Got to the free throw line forty-one times. Grizzlies got a big dub last night, and we're going to talk all about them Grizzlies with Zach Boyd first and foremost. What's up, Zach? Yo, Zach, Johnny, how's life? What is, oh, you know, man. You, you, you. You know, we've been slipping and sliding all across the city for like the last <laughs> couple of days, but everything's good, man. Man, no, dude, I ain't slipping and sliding. I'm watching a bunch of idiots slipping and sliding. I don't understand why people can't drive on this, man. It just don't even you make know, no sense. We, I have to say this. Hold on. This is going to be really funny. Man, Dacus last night was in this big old truck, and he was out there struggling to get out the damn driveway, and I'm just laughing at him. And then, of course, me and my little bitty BMW, just when I get off at like whatever, 11 o'clock at night, just zoop, 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 right on out. No problems. Y'all be, because y'all be trying to like spin them tires and vroom, vroom, vroom. Man, just I drive on it. I just because your car was in the way. Oh, we now the, we're blaming yeah, because I, I parked get, in a great get spot. The, uh, the, the traction. Yeah. This yeah. Is, it, was, it was a straight shot, you know? The, no, the no, one, I, you got to go sideways. I should also say, John did not park in a parking spot when he came, when he came back I, up here last night. I parked, parked where like I could not go straight up diagonally up the three spots. Yeah, he. He got his car parked at an angle, like right where the only concrete spot is in the sure parking lot right now. Uh-huh. So it's like, it's like, yeah, I don't care about lines. It's like I'm put my, I'm put at least two wheels on this concrete. So by the right. time it's time for me to leave, I can just zip on out of here. Damn right, damn right. Now, got to get into a little bit of Grizzlies though, Zach. I got to. Uh, by the way, first and foremost, last question: Did you make a snow angel yet, or have a snowball fight? No, I did not. I didn't I had a snowball fight. I, I believe in staying in the house and being warm. I hear you. I have a, a, a buddy of mine who lives right down the, around the corner. I, he was walking his dog the other day, and I saw him coming down the street, so I went and hid behind the thing, made about five snowballs, and just, like, started pegging him. Felt kind of bad. One of them missed him and hit the dog. But don't worry. The dog is okay. I had a snowball oh, yeah. fight with my dogs. Really? My yeah. dog Kind of one-sided. My dog does not, like, dig the snow. No, goes outside. That's what's great about it. They can't tell it, you to stop. I mean, and then just runs back in the house. It's not not a big. That not sounded a big like fan. animal cruelty. I take that back. That's the yeah. No, you just you just pounding him with snowballs all day. That's right. That don't sound right. <laughs> One was wearing a coat though, so if that makes you feel better, that wow. is very nice. You have coats on your little puppy dogs. Right. Now Grizzlies, they're bears. They took care of business down on Beal last night. This is a Warriors team that was absolutely desperate for a win. They're not in the playoff standings, and yet they still got 
you know, Steph and Clay and the and the whole gang. It's the largest. I mean, it's the most expensive team in NBA history. Again, but they're what now? What would they be at like twelve, thirteenth spot or something over in the West? Um, I thought this was going to be ugly for the Grizzlies. How did an undermanned Grizzlies team beat this Warriors team that was just desperate? On a cold night, they had they they end up getting hot shooting. So you know, this, all year this we you know we struggled trying to understand like why this team takes so many threes at weird spots in the game. Last night it was just they took a lot of threes, but they were making all of them, and they were they, they were also the more aggressive team last night. And you could tell by the body language of you know Vince Williams. Uh, even Gigi Jackson, even Roddy, like they were getting to the paint and they were forcing the issue to the Warriors because, uh, because because how they how the Warriors were playing uh, Kayvon Looney to start the game, you kind of saw like yeah, like this dude is like unplayable, like you can't keep him on the floor because he's not an offensive threat, and you know they were like Jaren was just sagging off on on him to the point where he just left him alone, like on the other side of the court, because they, they know like he's not going to be an offensive threat unless it's just offensive rebounds and putbacks. Um, but free throws and Dude, free, free throws, throws, by the way, just, like this is the one thing that like, okay, for me, just as somebody who is also a, you know, loves a good conspiracy, also believes that nobody controls as much of a game when it comes to gambling as the uh, the refs, the umpires, the officials. You can watch it in the National Football League. They blow a call. It, it can be big. When when the Grizzlies shot 40 free throws and the Warriors only shot 10, I'm like, mm, all right, I got you. I kind of feel you. Because the Grizzlies didn't shoot jack. They shot 20% from the three-point line. They were absolutely terrible. But they took – I think they took 50-some-odd damn – three-pointers, yeah. which was just stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, you hit 20 when you take over 50 of them. Um, of course. And it's just, I don't of know. Course. Now, I mean, their three-point shooting, I'm sorry, was actually the only thing that went in. It was the damn field goals. They couldn't make a bunny to save their life. Like, yeah. I, their field goal percentage, I know, was under 40% last night. But yet again, they shot, I believe, uh, 37% from the three-point line. And, and yes, they were going to win. They also had forty free throws. It was it was just weird. Vince Williams Jr. My man was getting to the line, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. He, I mean, for for a guy that we were looking at, you know, before at the beginning of the season, even last season, it was like, hmm, like you know, like we see the potential. We see him playing down in the hustle. You know, knocking out some shots, going large at times. Even with the, even when he's playing on the summer league team, like he, he, he had these really good performances. But you know, in your mind, you probably think to yourself, like, like I wonder if, in, if any of this can translate into the into the next level. It's like, can will there be opportunities for him to show that it can translate? And so far, I mean, he gets signed for the rest of the year plus two more, and like the guy, the guy is relentless he is starting to become one of those defenders where every night just like uh just like dylan brooks and even marcus smart before he went down like you're throwing him on the best uh the best perimeter player that the 
uh, on the other side. Yeah, when you're and, locking them up on the defensive side, but it can have an offensive night where you get 24, you get to the free throw line 10 times, you make nine of those junts, you hit three freaking trays. Like he was, he was nasty. Seven boards, four assists. He was sick. And then you had GG Jackson who comes in and plays 30 minutes. And again, it's, I mean, take out Zaire or whatever. Damn, he was absolutely the, like, it was weird. Zaire was terrible, but I'm not used to that. But Jaron Jackson Jr. wasn't any good last night either. He couldn't hit the broad side of a damn barn, yet the Grizzlies found a way to win. And it was because of Vince Williams Jr. and Gigi Jackson, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, um, the Warriors, they purposefully schemed against Jaron. They they were sagging. They had, like, three guys in the paint. So Jaron's best, best offensive game is getting into the paint. Uh, at times, I feel like he had a missed match at times. But he took he, way it, too it many three-pointers last night. I mean, Jaron yeah, Jackson Jr. was the only one that was really missing all the threes. Well, here in Zaire, yeah. Zaire couldn't hit the broad side of the barn either, but never he can't ever. Yeah, so it wasn't like, like his mismatches wasn't being utilized well either, but Jaron did enough on all offensive end to kind of provide support with the guys. And I think that's, that, that's what's been missing all year is when Jaron or Dez, when whenever those guys were on the floor, it was like, "Where's the support? We need that extra support." Now you kind of see that okay, if Vince goes large and if Gigi consistently gets started getting twenty points a game, I'm like cool, like Jaron, like I don't need you really go large, but if you need, but if you do go large, that's great for overall team morale. But if you don't, just provide support. Just be, just help the team more than you hurt the team. That's you know, and that's. I think that's what complimentary basketball at, at at its best. Man, well, they're they're um, they're very thin. I mean, you're going to need a lot from Vince Williams Jr. all all throughout the rest of the season. You're going to need uh, Gigi to step up. You're going to have to have uh, Santi Aldama do his thing. We're going to see Big Body Roddy get a lot of minutes. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what this Grizzlies team does going forward. And again, you know, Smart's out, Bain's out, Jaws out, Stephen Adams been out all damn year. Uh, it's it's kind of nasty. Um, it's, yeah. it's ugly, but it's weird. Uh, they got a big win. But what are you thinking uh, going forward? Are we gonna Are we gonna see Desmond Bain take the court again this year, or do you think when he comes back and gets reevaluated in six weeks that it's just too late in the season to bring him back? I mean, I think they're gonna reevaluate him. I mean, it's gonna be March I, when they reevaluate him. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, like, are you bringing him back for for nothing? That's the only thing because right because right now you you're just missing bodies. You you need bodies. like like I'm for playing like all the young players and let them figure it out on the floor. But the thing is, by the time you get into mid March, you're gonna need bodies, and you're yeah you don't have the numbers. Even though you kind of got, even though you played what with eight guys last night, uh, uh, basically last night, yeah, yeah, you gonna need the bodies. So I say reevaluate to see. No, they um, had nine bodies. They had nine bodies. Nine, yeah, okay. nine. So they had yeah nine players. So reevaluate to see, and then judge from there. If this, if if these, if these young guys decided to, in their own power, to say no, we're gonna win games. And they win a bunch of games from now all the way up until that time period. Then it's like, well, looking at this, I'm looking at it from a standing standpoint, like where they are in the standings. Like, 
You get a Marcus Smart back, you get a Desmond Bain back, maybe you make that extra push to the play-in. Like, again, like, they're only four and a half, maybe three and a half games back from the play-in spot, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what are you so, thinking? You, you, are you thinking play? I'm not game? thinking Please. that, but I'm just saying, like it's like the NBA has already been a weird season as it is. Man, it's, so it's I wouldn't buck be, wild and so, it's real weird, right? So I wouldn't be surprised if these if these uh, group of young players come in and say, "No, we're going to win a bunch of games and get the Grizzlies, uh, kind of keep the Grizzlies plateaued, and then the Calvary comes for the back end of the season." But I really don't expect that. I'll, right now, I just expect them just to get better, just improve their game, get some more experience on this level, so that next season we'll see who makes the team, who's not, who we're trading, who we're bringing in, just to kind of improve this roster. Mm-mm-mm. All right, Zach, we've talked enough Grizzlies. Are you ready to talk about the real team in Memphis? Hey man, I'm not. I'm not here for pettiness. She's a side Zach. Just, Tigers are Grizzlies. I'm not here for the pettiness, man. I'm just kidding. I love got to. You can't cheer for both I teams this year, Zach. We know. I that. guess not. Like you got to hate one and love the other. Apparently, like, unless somebody outside of Memphis, if if somebody outside of Memphis comes and talks about the Grizzlies or the Tigers, then everybody in Memphis is going to back them. But inside of in, in the city, within the city, there's always that infighting. Uh, going on, and I'm just kind of kidding around with uh, that stuff. But it is crazy on the the X how much you see uh, Grizzlies and Twitter hate. I feel like the beef would have kind of calmed down a little bit with the Liberty Bowl and the Dead Gum FedEx Forum kind of working their is- issues out and getting lucky with you know Fred coming in there and dropping some coin. But um, yeah, but it hasn't. But Memphis is. Let's just be real. Now they're in the top ten. They just dismantled the Shockers. Javon Quinterly named uh, AAC Player of the Week. David Jones is just balling, and Jaquan Walton. I have a feeling his shot is back because damn, he looked good and going to beating up on his old team. I feel like this. Uh, I feel like. This that like what we see on the road is the real ones. I just feel like when they play inferior competition, the only thing is it's just hard for them to focus and get up every single night while the other team's getting up. And this is like the biggest game of their year. Give me a little uh, breakdown of what you've seen with the Tigers so far. Yeah, it's it's mainly on the defensive side of things. It's like offensively, they're going to get their shot. They're going to get you know we we got we got a uh, we got three main hoopers. And Quinterly, Jones, and Walton. and Walton. Like, you're going to get shots. You're going to get points. So, the question is on the defensive end, like, exactly what are we doing to stop your opponent from doing what they're doing best? And I think that's what's really been the issue outside, you know, the second half of that Wichita State game. That's been the big issue, you know, the last four or five games. It's like, okay, guys, like, like what are we doing here? And and maybe maybe this is just part of the course because they're having to deal with life without Caleb Mills, I guess you could say. Uh, but you know, once they kind of once they kind of got their footing going in that second half, you kind of saw you kind of saw like their eyes just lit up, like oh, okay, we're good to go now defensively. Let's go throw up a bunch of points. On the board, and then next thing you know, it turned from a what a what a four point two point lead to like twenty in like five minutes. So 
you know, it, Man, I think it, they everything scored 31 points, defense, I think, in the, the first six minutes of that second half. Like, it was just an onslaught. It, it Like, the Tigers just couldn't miss. David Jones took over that second half. It was, like, the first six minutes of that second half. Like, this team, it feels like when they really want to do some damage, we saw it when they were played, um, you know, Virginia. Te- uh, Virginia. We saw it when they, you know, the second half, they clamped down on Missouri like you wouldn't believe. We saw it in the Arkansas game. Like, when they need to play defense and get a stop, they can do it. It just seems like during the game, they're either, you know, wait, they'll go out 10 seconds of the shot clock and they'll go out there and and defend 45 feet from the basketball and then they'll just drive by and kick it to an open three-pointer and that stuff just drives me absolutely crazy. But when you need a stop, this team, I mean, Penny said it over and over, um, everything revolves around the defensive end, even though they scored 112 points against Wichita State the other night. Right. Yes, and and that's what that, that's what's going to take them deep into the tournament. If you know, in conference play and in the in the big game, the defense has to be locked in. Like even like like you might not have your offense for most of the game, but it only takes for this team it only takes a five minute window, maybe even less, for them to to click on the offensive end. When it to comes keep to themselves. When it comes to yeah, the offensive he, end, I'm, I got to just kind of interrupt. I got one question for you. Who is the re- – like this team against Wichita State made 19 threes. But when we watched the, the this Memphis team, like when they played Clemson, they couldn't hit a damn three. Thank goodness that the second half uh, they started going inside and making – and getting to the stripe. Um, like what – which – like who are the real Tigers when it comes to three-point shooting? I think the – I think the three points. Sh- I think I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird because because I think I think you got guys that are capable of knocking down three point shots. Clearly, and Walton, they can definitely Walt- hit him when they're when when Walton is on. He's got one of the purest shots. It's just we've seen it. We saw him go through a stretch this year where he couldn't make a three yeah. pointer, and, and he went with four games without one. Yeah, but I think I think what opens. Is- I think what opens it up is the fact that they can get into the paint and get easy shots to get the, you know, the goal into the, you know, get into the paint and can kick it out to, uh, to a wide open guy, you know, cause that, you know, this practice, um, clearly has done a really good job of that as of late. And even with him, like his shot has started to come on pretty well. So it's like, okay, cool. Like, you know, Walton, Quinterly, Jones, you know, those three guys are going to hit it. I think, you know, talking to Dave uh, during his show, like, Jordan, I didn't really think he was a three-point shooter, but, I mean, he's knocking down, like, a uh, a good percentage of his shots. You add in Naquan uh, Tomlin to the fold, you know, when he when he gets going from with uh, with his shot. I mean, you got capable guys of getting – Getting your shots. It's all about getting into the flow of your offense to feel confident going into your shots, uh, and not just hoisting up shots just to just to you know just to jack them up. I guess you could say. Everybody wants to know what's up with Jordan Brown. He's you know he you know Jordan Brown met with the the basketball team about a potential return. What you hearing, Zach? You know, I th- it's the same. I think. I'm like, like I do, I do understand the players, and you know the the players on the team kind of having feeling some type of way about it because it's like, like when when you when we needed you the most, you weren't, weren't there. Dead. Like I'm sorry, yeah, that's where I stand. Like I'm, I'm just kind of in that point. Like you know? man, you know, like 
All of a sudden now we're a top 10 team. We got Nate Guantaman up in here. Malco's playing great. Now you always need more, more bigs. I've had a couple of friends right now who are probably going crazy because I talk with them and they're huge tiger, tiger junkies. And they're like, you can't have too many bigs. If somebody gets injured, let them come back. Let them come back. Let them come back. And, and I, and I understand that sentiment. The one thing is I'm just worried about the chemistry. And again, um, he was out of shape in the beginning of the season and lazy. What makes you think that he's not going to be out of shape right now? And again, he was lazy, and he, he and his body language was terrible. Yeah, yeah. If anything, I do, I do agree with 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 your friends there. You can't have too many bigs because right now you you're only running with three bigs. You're not. I I'm not saying to play the guy. I'm not saying to play the guy. He can sit on the bench, but he's not playing. Like I just think. I, you know, coming into the season, you thought like, okay, he's a twenty and ten guy. You can lean on him in the post to be uh, interior presence uh, for the team offensively. And when he did not get his points or he didn't get his production, like it's almost like he checked out. And it's like, I, but I don't know what the situation is because again, like. Like it could, you know, everybody said it was the illness part, but then it, the Ill, this illness thing's been going on for far too long. So yeah, it has to be something else. So you know, like I said, if the players, I mean, it, it, every, everything stems on what the current players feel and what they want. Because if they feel like, okay, cool, like buy guns, be buy guns, let's go get this chip, then fine. He can sit on the bench. And you just keep the rotation going with Malco, with uh, Jordan, and with Tomlin. And then if anything else happens, you might look his way. But I mean, that's just if that's 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 if you know if he wants to come back or not. I'm I'm not sure how much nil money he's getting. I'm not saying that 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 plays a part in this, but you kind of need to get your money's worth out of this guy if he's going to be on the team. Yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. Now, like JQ, who was his roommate and stuff, it didn't you know from the things that I've heard from like Jason Munns and everything and Wolo, like it didn't seem like he was too uh, too stoked about the whole situation. We'll see as it goes forward. We'll we'll uh, we'll keep our finger on the pulse. But the Tigers are top ten. They are winning. They're back in action. What Thursday night? Yes. Who they play? I've already forgot. <laughs> I did. I think it's South Florida. <laughs> South Florida. Yeah, dude, my South brain Florida. is coming yeah, yeah, yeah. back. Man, I'm telling you, man, I yeah. think I had the vid because I've been in, having brain fog, but in my brain is starting to work again, man. I'm like catching my mistakes. I'm slowly able to think things out. Not as quick as I used to be, but hey, it's coming back. You're like, okay, good. I'm glad your brain's back. Now they play South Florida on Thursday. Uh, they'll probably beat the brakes off of them. Things are looking good. Zach, tell everybody uh, what you got coming down the pipe, man. What you been up to? Uh, you going to be like snowed in? You going to be eating some vegetables? What you doing? Man, I'm just kick my feet up, watch some, well, watch a little TV. I might do a little bit of work, just you know, just stay productive. But as main, mainly, I'm just trying to stay warm. That, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, that is the most important thing. Stay warm, man. Everybody follow Zach at Rack City Zach on the Twitter and listen to him from seven to eleven right here Monday through Friday on Sports Fifty Six, and then going with me on Tuesdays at noon. Be blessed, homie. You too. That's my buddy Zach Boyd. We're going to take a little quick timeout. You know what we're doing on the other side? Hardenwood, because it just feels so good. I got a little data for you. 
came out today, popped up. How long does the average man last? Dacus, you really don't have to close your eyes and feel ashamed. We'll be back in two shakes. It's 20 seconds? (laughs) 56.98.5FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5FM. All the wisdom of the universe is in these bones. <laughs> now back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Happy White Tuesday. A lot of snow still down on the ground. I still can't believe that we got this much snow. Can you believe that? No, I was shocked. I didn't believe it, man. Just didn't believe it. How many times weather people get it wrong all the damn time? Do you see how I called them weather people? That's right. See, I got this thing right. You got it, John. We don't call them weathermen anymore, do we? Or weatherman. Weathermen. Weather woman. Nope, nope. It's just weather people. Just weather people. Just people, man. They just people. <laughs> All right, we're gonna do a little bit of hardwood because it feels so good. But I hate, I, I have to do this because I haven't had enough time. Before I tell you a funny story, I have to go back to the NFL. I've only been able to even talk about three games. Did you notice that? Um, yeah, it's because you're listening to me. I noticed. I appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you, buddy. What game have we not talked about? Um, the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Mm, yes. Bring on the Chiefs, baby. Remember the Chiefs, man. They've never, Pat Mahomes has never played a playoff game outside of his crib. Ever. Outside, of course, the Super Bowl because it hadn't been played in Kansas City. But any AFC playoff game, it's come through Kansas City and Arrowhead. Now it's going to Orchard Park, New York. And Bill's Mafia is coming out in full force. And don't look now, but the Buffalo Bills are flat out balling, man. James Cook has changed the way that they play. And in the postseason, you know Clark Kent ain't playing these football games. It's Superman. And Josh Allen busted off that 52-yard run. He has a howitzer for a damn arm. Diggs is doing his damn thing. Like it, they just they just flat out filthy. How about this, John? Uh, you mentioned Josh Allen's fifty-two yard touchdown run. That was the second longest run by a quarterback in an NFL postseason uh, game in the history of the NFL. Let me guess: number one, either Lamar Jackson or Mike Vick. Wrong and wrong. How about that? Holy hell! Who's the longest? Uh, Colin Kaepernick, a fifty-six damn. yard rushing touchdown in the divisional round damn, versus damn, the Green damn. Bay Packers in twenty twelve. Boy, Cap was cutting up when he had Harbaugh as coach. Sure was. Like when Alex Smith went down and Cap came in, Mm -hmm. he had a couple good seasons. But then when they figured him out and the team wasn't as great, he was terrible. Terrible. Last couple seasons were rough. That's why Harbaugh ain't in the NFL. Um, Well, maybe maybe not for long. uh, He might be back, bro. Might be. I mean, I'm I'm thinking he's going to be back, bro. Thinking he's going to be. He got eight openings already. Looks like there's going to be maybe a ninth or a tenth, a tenth. If, if Mike McCarthy is fired and also Nick Sirianni. we got ten jobs open. 
Isn't it kind of wild, though? Everybody seems to be saying, I don't know if you've heard this before I get back to the game, talking about the Bills and the Chiefs on the sidebar. Can you, like, have you heard about all the stuff about the Atlanta Falcons and Bill Belichick? Yeah, he interviewed yesterday. Yes, but also, like, I mean, again, a lot of this is coming out from Atlanta, you know, beat writers. They're basically saying this sucker is like almost lock, stock, and the smoking barrel. Like, they're going to, like, this is going to happen. Bill, I like some of the pieces, and I like that they have some offensive weapons. But, Bill, they don't have a quarterback. Are you going to go get you a youngster in the draft this year? You think the Falcons are going to be able to – I mean, they're, they're, it's a deep quarterback draft. There's also been talk that uh, about them trading with the Bears to get um, – Justin Fields. Justin Fields, and some people are saying that they could trade the eighth overall pick to them for uh, Justin Fields. Mm. So then that would give the Bears, like, number one, Justin number Fields, eight, and, and then number you, nine. Like, think about the, 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 the rushing attack. You'd have uh, B. John Robinson – uh, Tyler Ajir. Give me some triple option. Cordell Patterson. Ty, uh, uh, Justin Fields. And then don't forget, they got a monster and a wide receiver in Drake London. Mm. They have a monster of a tight end in Kyle Pitts that they never used these two guys. Never. Arthur Smith never, did not John. get it to work. I don't get it. Um, but they got a couple monsters. And that defense is starting to come around. Huh. Bill Belichick, the hoodie. Can he get things going in the right direction? The one thing about the Atlanta Falcons that I will never forget, they've given me some great stuff. I mean, um, do you remember Jamal Anderson? Mm-hmm. He was great stuff, but do you remember Eugene Robinson, man of the year? Yeah. One of the best guys. I mean, think about it. To be NFL man of the year, mm-hmm. you're an awesome dude, correct? Yeah. And do you want to know how I know that all men fall short? What? How How so? Eugene Robinson, the year he was NFL Man of the Year, the day of the Super Bowl, got arrested for trying to get fellatio from a police officer. Well, he thought she was a prostitute, but it was an undercover cop. Ah, undercover. Gets you every time, John. Pose it. By the way, is that not entrapment? You can't pose as a prostitute. Oh, so she was pr- posing as a prostitute. Yeah, dude. I feel like that's entrapment. I need a lawyer. 901-360-8255. 901-360-8255. Can, I mean, I saw this on Law & Order. I mean, I've seen it on maybe like a, a cop movie. These cops pretending to be hookers and busting Johns for trying to. Anyway, not you, John. Though no, not me. No, 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 and not a toilet. Just you know, Johns, right. Johns. like dudes looking John for prostitutes. Harbaugh, man. No, he's he beat his brother in the Super Bowl. Sure did. But Eugene Robinson got arrested. Man, NFL Man of the Year. Mm. He was just trying to get a release for the Super Bowl. Take he was nervous. Right there was a little away, frustration. Again, though, um, that just proves that you know it's really not our fault. We're men, so I don't think men should ever get in trouble for doing those small things. Is wrong. that right, John? I'm just saying it's not our fault. Without us being this way, would there be any people? It's a good point, I guess. That's right. You're welcome for all the people out there. <laughs> now, um, oh yeah, back to the football. How did I get off on Eugene Robinson? Uh, John, I have no clue. You're talking about the the, the Falcons. Oh, yeah, and Bill Belichick. <laughs> he might be going there. Back to the, <laughs> the Chiefs and the Bills. Um, the Bills, bad mamma jammas. Uh, they controlled the Steelers. Josh Allen was awesome. There's just nothing you can say. And by the way, let's be real. If you watch that Buffalo Bills defense of late, 
They are playing out of their mind. Sean McDermott, a defensive coach, he's the head coach. He's the dude who's, who's calling the defense, and he only he held the Dolphins to 14 last week. He shut down the Steelers. Um, you know, the, this is a guy who held the Dallas Cowboys to 10 points. That doesn't seem such a great feat, but at the time, it was a great, great feat. Um, you know, like this defense is playing extremely well. Josh Allen looks like the Super Bowl. I mean, like, like, like a Superman again and call me crazy, but I'm taking a shot here at the Buffalo Bills to win it all. Oh, wow. It feels like that kind of year, a team that seven weeks ago we said was dead, that Mm -hmm. wasn't going to make the playoffs. Their schedule was just too damn hard. And all of a sudden, all they do is go out there and handle their business. They beat the Chiefs, the Cowboys, the Chargers, the Patriots, the Dolphins. Uh, they beat beat up on the Jets. They took care of business. Tampa Bay made the playoffs. They beat them. I mean, this is this is a team that went when it, when everything felt like it was going south. They came together. They made they made the changes with Ken Dorsey getting him out of here, and Joe Brady has that offense humming. As long as Josh Allen doesn't turn the ball over, is there a team right now that you say head and shoulders is better than the Buffalo Bills? Some might say the San Francisco 49ers. Again, I trust Josh Allen more than Brock Purdy. Yeah, I just do. Does Christian McCaffrey, Debo, Brandon IU, George Kittle, are they bad to the bone? Is that defense sick? Yes. But Bill's defense is playing damn good, and Josh Allen is just that dude. Mm-hmm. This might be his year. But he's got to get through Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. And again, it's hard to just jump up off the Chiefs. Patty's been doing it for so damn long. Kansas City's just a damn good football team. Their defense came up like just onions the other night. Uh, They just held – I mean the Dolphins – and people are going to say, well, John, it was 30 degrees below zero. Well, Kansas City was out there playing in the two. And two just was terrible. And by the way, horrible look for Tua. Did you see him ask Pat Mahomes and, and he was caught on the mics? Hey, man, can I have your jersey? <laughs> and then um, Pat had to tell him, nah, sorry, bro. I already promised to another one, to another uh, yeah, it's always, that's I'll always mail it the to worst. You. Uh, like I to just, get turned down. We always see the positive ones of like, uh, you know, a rookie going up to like LeBron and being like, LeBron, can I get your jersey? And LeBron's like, yeah, man. And those are always fun. But then you also every once in a while see the bad ones where it's like, hey, man, you think I can get your jersey? And they're like, Sorry, nah. I already promised it to somebody else. Yeah. Or, or sometimes when they don't even say that, they're just but like. But I think it was nah. funny because this is a he wanted because it was a game worn jersey. But I thought it was funny. Pat ended it by saying to Tua, "But I'll but I'll mail you one. Nah, well, it won't be a game, one. Yeah, exactly. man. Like, yeah, just go buy one, homie. You got enough money, man, man, man. But Kansas City, uh, that's going to be the last game. The Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs for the divisional round uh, Sunday night at about five thirty. That bad boy goes. And uh, I, don't, I just feel that the Buffalo Bills, who are 7-2 at home, extremely good football team. Kansas City, yes, in the postseason, they, they, they've got things done. Pat Mahomes is the best quarterback in the world. But Josh Allen is right there. And let's not forget, just a couple years ago, the greatest finish. I thought Josh Allen came back and ripped the heart out of the Chiefs. What did he leave? Like 20 seconds left on the clock? And Pat Mahomes just goes right down the damn field, scores, wins, the rest is history. Isaiah Pacheco runs hard. Rasheed Rice is a decent wide receiver. I mean, heck, he was he was actually great in in the Dolphins game. 
In the Dolphins game, he looked like a damn all-pro. Over 100 yards receiving, scored a tutty, caught like seven, eight, nine, ten. I don't know, a bunch of damn passes. He was catching paws left mm-hmm. and right. He looked good, but Kelsey's a little bit older. You saw him make a few drops. Taylor Swift was there doing her dance, but he, he still dropped him. I think his hands are too busy. I think he's losing a little bit of that grip strength. Mm. Yep. I don't know, man. I'm thinking about it. But I love Buffalo. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, I love do it. too. Now, um, you know what else I love? What's that? I love Getaway Sports Bar. Have you ever been to Getaway Sports Bar? Oh, John. Yes, I have. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Getaway Sports Bar is open 24-7, 365. Yeah, you heard that right. And they got the coldest beer in town. Six Valley Bar top pool tables, two dart boards, golden tea, 15 monster TVs. It's your sports getaway. If you love the NFL, college basketball, the NBA, they got it all at Getaway Sports Bar. Head on over there. Their bar grub is great. Their beer is cold. The games are fun. They're at 4632 Winchester Road. That's 4632 Winchester Road. Get away to Getaway Sports Bar. Let's go to Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. This is Access Hardenwood. Now, NFL fans are a little bit crazy, right? Oh, yeah. You got people with no shirts in Kansas City when it's negative 22 degrees. You got people half naked sliding down ice tubes from the top of the Bills Stadium to the bottom. Um, Fans are out there cleaning all the snow off in the stands. I mean, the people are absolutely fanatical when it comes to football. And I love Matt Stafford. He throws it sidearm. He does no-look passes. He's one of the best quarterbacks I've ever seen. He throws it from every damn arm angle. He was bad at Georgia. He was a bad man in Detroit. And he's got him a ring when he's with the 49. I mean, the the Rams. All right, my brain's not completely back. But he's just been awesome. But I cannot stand his wife. Like, divorce her, please. Has she done Can something you, else, John? I know... Uh, she does everything wrong. She did... What was that when she said... Oh, she was like, uh, he's having trouble connecting with the young guys because they're always on their phone. Yes. He's, 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 she, she goes on her little podcast. She puts her husband in bad situations. She makes outlandish claims. She does stupid things all the damn time. And now she's just done another thing. She went out there and basically went off on all the Lions fans. Again... 12 years in Detroit. Matt Stafford and the Rams came in as the opponents, right? Yes, you spent 12 years in Detroit, but this is the first playoff game. They hadn't had a playoff win in 32 damn years. They're not going to be cheering on your husband. And then she said, well, she can handle the fact that they boo her husband. But she said, I just can't believe that this city booed my children. Dude, how do you know they were booing your children? Like, dude, yeah, when they saw you and your children and your husband on the field, were they booing y'all? You were all standing together on the field, and Lions fans were kind of, like, chatting them up. But your husband was standing right there. Don't boo my husband in front of my children! He was pretty mad about the booing afterwards as well. Dude, do me a favor. I'm not going to talk about Matt because I like him. But, man, <laughs> tough up, bucko. He's one of the toughest dudes in he is so physically tough. You saw the hit that he took. You saw him hurt his hand. He's still out there just slinging that junk all over the yard. But, man, he needs to 
He's got some thin skin, and his wife's skin is even thinner. Yeah, because they uh, they asked him a question like, uh, you know, what was Whiny it like asses. being back here, or what was it like being? Uh, well, give back the hundred million you made in Detroit. <laughs> yeah, they there's can something boo like that. Like, damn, like, like, are you glad? You know, even though you lost, are you glad that you know Detroit finally you know won a won a playoff game? And he was like, I'm happy for that team. But not the fans or something like that. Like, screw you. Like, now I'm getting even more mad about Matt Stafford. And I'm also, sorry, let's I say, hey, you know what? Then. I'm going to take shots at Matt Stafford. When a lady fell off the float, la- uh, the parade right. and broke her freaking back, do you know what Stafford did? He turned and walked the other way. He turned around, pretended he didn't see it, and walked the other way. Woman fell off the float and broke her back. Yeah. Dude, you might be a good football player, but you're a terrible person. I'm not going to say you're as bad as Aaron Hernandez, but hey, whoa, hey, whoa, hey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. A woman did fall. That's a good point. And break her back, and you just turned around and walked away. I, get, I would hate to be like stuck on the side of the road and Kelly and Matt Stafford drive by. Because you know what they're going to do? They're just going to continue to drive right. by. They ain't going to get out and help nobody. <laughs> Damn. All right. Now i got to tell all you people, this is very important. So... I uh, a lot of you guys out there are known as Minutemen. By the way, what Minutemen? Um, that was like actually something in a war, I believe. Yeah, back in like the Revolution, like Ma- Massachusetts or something. Yeah, UMass. Or they're the Minutemen. They're, they're the, the Minutemen. Sem- that's the oh, I knew that because of football. Well, yeah, or basketball. But our, I think that had something to do with history. It does. It, it has, it's like uh, back in the Re- Revolutionary. So war, like they they, 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 they like ready at any minute. Being fight. a minute, yeah. like doing a minute back in the day was actually looked at. It was the people were proud oh, yeah, of it. Yeah, absolutely. They're like, Dude, you can't believe that yeah. man went because they minute. were ready. Because that was their thing. Is you got to be ready at any minute. So you got to be Minutemen. All right, I got a, I got a statistical facts because you know I'm bringing the facts. This Just is kind of according. Jack. This is according to Doctor Ben Condon. Um, she's explaining uh, <laughs> that uh, you know the average man. How long do you think the average man lasts? Good question, John. I don't know. Well, according to the doctor and Men's Health Services, the typical. Male lasts five and a half minutes. Wow. That is why everybody's turning lesbian. That is terrible. Because it's too, too, Buck too fast. Up. Come on, kiddos. That it, dude. I'm telling you. John, how do they get this? Uh, like, what, what kind of studies, what kind of experiments went into If I was a scientist, results? I would tell you, but I'm not. I don't know how. I mean, they, they follow the scientific method. I don't know. I mean, did they like bring in a bunch of like couples and just like say, "Hey, go at it," and, and we're gonna, you know, time you? Or like, are people like putting in, like, submitting their results? Because you're just submitting your results. Like, let's lie a little bit. I mean, let's let's stretch it out. Yep, yep, yep. Now, um, one of the pro like that is just like, and by the way, one of the reasons the doctor says that some dudes don't literally last longer than that is because basically. It has a lot to do with what's going on upstairs in their head. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Like, don't be trying to think about it like, uh, like food or something. Uh, like to like not hit your top, not to make your climax. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Like, don't be like trying. Man, get into it. Be a rough rider. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Come on, buck up, men out there. I'm telling you, we need to get this up to at least 15 minutes. The average man. That'd be tripling it. Damn right. We got to triple these things. Put in that work, man. 
put in that work. I'm disappointed in you today. Ladies, give me a call. No, I'm, I'm engaged now. You are. But damn it, I was a good catch. Off the market, John. Hell of a good catch. You, yeah. That's why I was a catch for so long because, like, women don't – you know how, like, guys go and brag about, you know, like, oh, my God, you wouldn't believe. Girls do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Man, once that thing got out, my phone was blowing up. <laughs> don't y'all dare touch the dial. We closing things out on the other side. Sports 56, 98.5 FM. We are real sports talk. Sports 56, WHBQ. Available on your radio dial at 560 AM and 98.5 FM, as well as around the world online at sports56whbq.com. Take us with you everywhere by downloading the Sports 56 app. And at home, just say, Alexa, play Sports 56. Wherever you are, stay tuned in to Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now, back to Sports 56 Happy Hour on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Here once again, Johnny Radio. Welcome back to a little Sports 56 Happy Hour. I'm your buddy, Johnny Radio. Hope life is treating you well. It's treating me really good, by the way. I'm very happy. About to go uh, head to the crib. Go do a little snacking, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm hungry, man. I'm hungry. Man, if you're hungry like me, man, you need to check out uh, Dyer's over at 101 North Center Street in Collierville Town Square. Oh, yeah, the historic Collierville Town Square. They've got their world-famous burgers, dogs. They got some great club sandwiches. They got tamales. They got catfish, onion rings, french fries, chili cheese dog. They got it all. Their desserts are straight fire. Old school. Old school, like, you know, where you get the milkshake in the tin and you pour it in the glass kind of style. But right now it's a little cold for a milkshake. But you know what's really good right now is some banana pudding. Check out Dyer's. Go to Dyer'sCafe.com. We got a bet, man. Are you ready to gamble? I'm ready, John. All right, there's only one game I think that's worth gambling, and that's the Peacock. Even you can enjoy your new subscription to Peacock because Indiana's playing Purdue tonight. Indiana's catching nine points. That's just too many damn points. Purdue's lost two games. Both on the road. Yes, they're great, but not on the road. And by the way, since Mike Woodson's been hired, Indiana's 3-1 and one against Purdue and 4-0 and oh against the spread while playing Purdue. The line is too big. Purdue on the road, they might win, but they ain't going to win by more than nine points. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying, back them, back them Hoosiers at Assembly Hall tonight. They need a big win, Indiana does. That, that crowd's going to be raucous. You're right about that. So roll Hoosiers, roll. Any bets from you tonight? No, I'm with you on that. Uh, I, I do like that matchup tonight. I don't know what side I really like, but uh, they do have some big men that can really step up for Indiana. Mackenzie Mbaco and uh, Khalil Ware, so it should be a good matchup. And fun, fun stuff. For Bryant Dacus, I'm John Harden. Get out there, make the world a better place. See you on the flip side. Peace.